Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, the Fluff Brendan and the Star Catherine, the Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at the Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... So we're talking about what we always talk about. Most of the time. 90 per- 99% of the time. Something wrestling. 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 That is so Southern. Wrestling. Anyways, we're talking about All Elite Wrestling. And let me just do this. But before we get into last week's shows, we always start off with a favorite. Wrestling Wrestling news. news. I think we just need to make this its own special thing. Eh. Like, at the end of the week, we should cover all the news for the week. Are you going to turn sideways? No, you will not be turned. Will you turn? Ha ha. Okay. Okay. So, what do you got? Did you do your homework? Hold on. See, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? He didn't do it. I didn't. Seven wrestlers theory. Okay. You go first. So the first one is the one that made you fall in love with wrestling. And? I said you go first. Why do I have to go first? Because I always go first. Because I'm the one always doing all the talking. So you go first this time. Hello? I'm thinking. I've been watching wrestling for a very long time. So, going back 40-some years is kind of hard. I think it was a Ric Flair promo on WCW. Ah. I think I walked in the living room when your great-grandfather was watching it. And it's like, oh, that dude's kind of entertaining. And just sat down and started watching. For me, Cena. Of course. Your newest favorite wrestler. Action Andretti and Austin Theory? Well, how far? Like, the past year or what? Your newest favorite wrestler. Oh, I don't have a newest favorite wrestler. The most recent one would be Osprey. Okay. 
the one that always makes you smile. All ego, Ethan Page. Jamie Hayter. Your comfort wrestler. Chris Jericho. Mm, Kenny Omega. The one you miss the most. Dusty Rhodes. Oh. Who do I miss? Mm. Shawn Michaels. I miss watching Shawn. The one you'd protect with your with your whole life. Jamie Hayter. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay. <laughs> the one you're rooting for the most. Jamie Hayter. Will Ospreay. <laughs> but that is the seven wrestlers theory. And also, I have to rank the signings of 2023. So number one is Roderick Strong. Already off the bat. Uh, number two is Jay White. No bias in the first two picks. Uh, number three is Mark Briscoe. Uh, number four is Taya Valkyrie. Number five would be Nigel McGuinness. That's where I have him on my list. Six is Commander. Seven is Sky Blue. And eight is Stu Grayson. Oh, okay. Mine, at one, I have Jay White, two, Mark Briscoe, three, Roderick Strong, four, Taya Valkyrie, five, um, Nigel McGinnis, six, Commander, seven, Stu Grayson, eight, Sky Blue. Thanks. So, name one pro wrestling moment that made you legitimately upset. WrestleMania 31. And what happened? Wait, no, 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 no. It was SummerSlam of 2014. When Cena got his ass kicked by Lesnar. I was upset about that. I had tears in my eyes after that one. Okay. What about you? Watching Owen Hart fall to his death. Oh, you didn't, like, see it. I did. I was watching it on pay-per-view. No, but, like, did they catch it on camera? Yes. Oh, never mind. Yes. And then when he hit the mat, they went black because they knew something had happened. Oh. (laughs) Anywho, what's next? So, what would be your thoughts on a mid-card title for the women in WWE? They need it. I I get rid of the tag team division. Because those tag titles are fucking useless. Those tag titles are... Ass. And it's not the women's fault. It's the way that... The tag teams are set up. In the way that... They win them. Just doesn't make sense. It's a bad division with not a whole lot of star power in it. But um, 
I think they need it. Um, I mean, get rid of the tag, but the uh, tag belts. Add a women's U.S. title and a women's intercontinental title, or bring back the European title for the women, or something. What about the hardcore title? <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Who do you want to see on the new AEW Collision show with CM Punk? Besides FTR, I wouldn't mind seeing Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, The House of Black. I would assume the women would go back and forth between the shows. I would assume. Um, well, you know what they say about the first three letters of assume? You usually make an ass of yourself when you assume. How can I make an ass of myself out of this one? Oh, I'm just saying. Darby Allen, Miro, Andrade. Um, yeah, that's about it. So what are your thoughts on... WrestleMania 41 possibly being in Minnesota. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium is a disgusting stadium. Fuck the Minnesota Vikings. That's my thoughts on it. So, Commander may have injured himself um, on a Demand Lucha show this past week. I saw that. That's gonna suck. Hope he gets better. Depending on how serious it is. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. I haven't saw like what it is. I haven't either. What are your thoughts on Jay White versus <coughs> Orange Cassidy and Jay White winning? Sure, go ahead. That match doesn't bother me. So, do you think with the addition of this new collision on Saturdays that there will be too much AEW on TV since they're not getting rid of Rampage? Nope. But, they did get rid of Dark and Elevation. Uh, But, hear me out, have a theory about it. Warner Brothers wants AEW. Wait, wait. They didn't get rid of it, so to say. They put it on pause. So, let me get to it. I can see it coming back once the new HBO Max app is out. Because they're doing all in on HBO Max. Or Max, as it's going to be called. But I'm still going to call it HBO Max. We will find out details on May 17th, hopefully. And they will be announcing that AEW may have signed a new TV deal. And that could also come along with a streaming deal for something like NAEW Dark, NAEW Dark Elevation, the pay-per-views. And Okay, I would be willing to raise my subscription price for HBO Max. If they added the pay-per-views. Yeah. Because I think it's like $9.99 right now. So, like, like if you wanted to go to $14.99, I'd be willing. 
to go to fourteen ninety nine if you're giving me the pay per views and I ain't got to pay sixty dollars a pop for them. Yeah, but this doesn't affect Ring of Honor because I usually bitch at the cable bill when I see it when a pay per view comes through on it. <laughs> Can't believe double or double or nothing is gonna be the wait no. I'm taking my AirPods. Charlotte has a good service. I will be watching Double or Nothing throughout the race. And how are you going to do that? I'll have one AirPod in, one AirPod out. But how are you going to watch it if I don't get it on Bleacher Report? I'll buy it myself. With what monies? Fuck, you're right. No, we're buying it on Bleacher Report. With what monies? We're buying it on Bleacher Report. You gonna con your grandparents out of that money, aren't you? No, I'm not. You gonna con your daddy? We're buying. You're gonna con your daddy out of that money. <laughs> I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying no. You get the money, we'll buy it on Bleacher Report. Should buy it on Bleacher Report anyway. Anyways, what else you got for news? You covered all of the stuff. There's been big news in the past two days you don't want to discuss? What big news? Okay, this podcast is officially ended now. (laughs) No, it's not. But, um... Oh, oh, I did see that, uh... There's a plan for Roman to keep the belts till September. I seen that. Of 2024. I seen that. All the all the Cody fans are having meltdowns, and I'm loving it. I mean, Roman shouldn't have the belts right now, but you know. Um, yeah. I was talking about across the pond. What's going on over there? Forty three thousand tickets is the new record for the biggest wrestling show, not in the WWE. Yes, beat out WCW Monday Night Nitro in the Georgia Dome. That had 41,000 people. And AEW beat it today in pre-sale tickets. With no matches announced. Yes, but the the marks on Twitter have been great. So, like, somebody said that they only sold 7,000 on day two. And that the AEW's in the mud. And then somebody replied to them, shove it up your dick holes, you relentless negative cock blisters. <laughs> I am going to start calling people cock blisters. That's a new one. Yes. Cock blisters. Don't let us forget that one. What's the other big news? Oh, did you know it took 34 years for WWE to run their first 90,000 stadium show? And it only took AEW four years to do a stadium show that could hold up to 90,000 people? I don't know. It seems like AEW is winning. We'll save that for next week because it's a ranking thing. Oh, can we talk about Penis Popper for a minute? Do we have to? Yes, because I just realized that one of his moves is called Just the Tip. I do not know where this man comes up with his own moves. 
But can I just get the tip of his penis? <laughs> so he has moves called what? Just the tip and the climax? Sounds like he's a little bit horny all the time. And would you like me to describe the move? So he takes his knee and puts it into somebody's face and calls it just the tip. Not the tip I want, but anyway. Better than his nuts. Oh, he can put his nuts in my face anytime. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I had to bring that up for you. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. See what else I got. I think that might be all. I think that's it. Because one of the things I have, I need to text you and we'll do it next week. Okay. Oh, I do have this other thing that's kind of funny. So you know how like they have commentary and they have experts? Yeah. So... Experts would be Taz and Excalibur, right? Mm-hmm. This is how they would describe a move in wrestling. Taz would say, wow, beautiful counter from waist lock into head and arm suplex. Excalibur would say, and now, dragon screw leg whip with great transition into inverted figure four leg lock. True wrestling experts? Would say it like this. Hey, do you know what this move is called? His counterpart would say, I have no idea, but I love it. Do it again. Yeah, sure. That is how Paul White and Daddy Magic would describe moves. But, anywho, that's roughly news. Slash whatever. I think that's all the news I have. Have you seen anything else on the Twitter besides everybody crying about AEW and their ticket sales for All In in London? Nope. Oh, I did have some other news. Okay. No, you like the shit? It will stay on your profile? Well, sometimes I don't have time to like shit. Somebody caught Booker T ordering DoorDash during NXT last night. The man was hungry. Did you hear the Trinity Fatu interview today? No, I didn't. Uh, so they asked her um, why she left WWE. And it, she gave like a long thing. But basically she said that... Um, She felt that she wasn't handled well and didn't like the way that they had talked to her. I believe it. I wish her well. I can't wait to see her on Impact tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I should have to tune in to Impact for once. Yep. 
Several people said that. Instead of just walking through the living room, seeing what's on, I was like, oh, okay. Then moving on. I love MJF. I saw that. I think that was the only other thing I wanted to talk about was the Trinity interview. But, anywho, Dynamite Rampage from last week. Boring as fucking hell. You're fucking lying. I enjoyed both episodes. The first match on Dynamite sucked motherfucking ass. The first match on Dynamite was good as fuck. No. Yes. So, the first match featured... I can't even say his name versus Bandito. You know what? Here. Then... You can't even read my handwriting. The first match was Orange Cassidy against Bandito for the international, almost said intercontinental, but the international championship. And OC has defended this title 19 times before tonight, and he's 19 and 0. This will be his 20th. So, Bandito, what do you mean? What's that? He's also held the intercontinental. Oh, he's held it for 200 days. Did not see that in the notes. He's held it for over 200 days. Bullshit. But, um. This is bullshit. He should have already dropped his belt. No fucking way he's beating guys bigger than him. So, according to one biased motherfucker over here, Bandito carried this match. And he gives me Zoro vibes. Who's Zoro? Look him up. After the show. Well, no, nah, I was just bringing up the match card for tonight. But anyways, Bandito takes out OC's leg as OC puts hands up. Arm takeover by Bandito. OC takes Bandito's hands, put them in his pocket. Stupid. It's whatever. I don't care. It was a good match. OC with the Huracarada on a Bandito. Bullshit. Bandito drops OC on the barricade. Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> Bandito launches himself. himself into OC into the corner. And no way OC should beat somebody better than him. Better skilled better than skilled. he is. Well, I just said better than him. And Bandito slung him like a bitch. No, Bandito goes flying and takes out that bitch. What she said. Hold on, I'm not done. So, OC gets the win. Um... But af- uh, fucking of course he does. After the match, OC puts the sunglasses on Bandito. Fuck this stupid ass, wretched bullshit. And keep crying about it. So next up is an Adam Cole promo. This wasn't second. Yes, it was. Was it? Yes. Oh, shit. So it's an Ad- Oh, this is the first one. Yes. Backstage with Renee. Yes. I forgot who had two promos. Do you want me to take over now since you're having trouble reading my cursive? Yes, stop writing cursive so I can read it. 
I'll you, just write all the bullshit Orange Cassidy stuff in print so you can read it and then me do my extras on the side. I kind of like that. Or, since you complain about you're the only one who talks, stop writing it in cursive so I can read. Learn to read cursive. They didn't teach me this shit in school. They should have. No, they did in third grade and we never went back to it. Cursive is useless. No. Anyway, we get our first of two Adam Cole promos. Says he's going to call out Jericho. Says if he doesn't come out, he will come find Jericho. Oh, fuck Orange Cassidy rolls up. Fuck that motherfucking ass, whiny little motherfucking bitch bitch. And he asks Renee if she's going to interview them after their match. Renee says no, that she was catching up with Adam Cole. Orange Cassidy goes, oh, then Badito says, oh, and follows him off like a fucking lost goddamn fucking motherfucking puppy. You know what? Anytime OC is on the show, I'm just going to talk about it. You can leave your comments to yourself. No, my comments will appear on this goddamn podcast. And I'm just going to talk about OC. Moving on, our thoughts on the Adam Cole first promo. Eh, okay. Whatever. But I didn't get my thoughts on the Bendito OC match. It was a great Nobody match. cares about your thoughts on that match because you're biased as fuck. I'm not biased. It was a great match. You gave me my charger. I don't even know where your charger is. <laughs> Damn, I wish I could find a dick that long. The boys season three. The boys season two. Just the boys season anything. Pretty Just much. the boys. Can I move on to the third segment? Yes. So then we get a Jungle Boy Darby promo. Darby says if he had known what was going to happen, he wouldn't have been watching the Jungle Boy match from the rafters says they don't have to like each other, but they should respect each other. Ask if Jungle Boy would watch his back against his um, against Sammy in his match tonight. Jungle Boy replies, probably right. We aren't best of friends. Says things went a little too far. Uh, says it wish it had been you and me. So good luck. I think they're starting to hand that Jungle Boy turning heel. Like, they're Ooh, staring to be cracks how, in it. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm starting to sense cracks in Jungle Boy. I got some cracks. Yeah, you got a whole thing of jewelry in your bedroom. Mm-hmm, I call it my crack. I don't know how I feel about Jungle Boy becoming a heel. They got enough heels. Yeah, do they? Well, maybe not. But I don't see Jungle Boys being a heel. Because you got Max, you got Christian, you got Jeff Jarrett. Jay Lethal, that whole group right there. <laughs> the guns. Eh. The Jer- Jericho. Yeah, Jericho and his whole group. I don't really know how I feel about that. I'll have to think about that. Anyway. Moving on, we have Jeff Jarrett versus Dax Harwood, and 
everybody's bitching about Jeff Jarrett getting TV time. I mean, homeboy's still in shape at 50-plus years old and still can go like Jericho. Why are y'all bitching? I wouldn't say he could go like Jericho, but... He did rom, though. For a 50-year-old man, he's not bad. And he's not as fast as he once was. So, getting on to the match. We have officials come running out, stopping Sanjay and Lethal and Singh from coming to the ring. Um, You know some fuckery is going to happen. They lock up Dax's Double J into the corner. Double J with an arm lock going into a headlock. Take down into a head scissors. We get two arm takeovers by Double J. Dax with a hard chop to Double J. They begin fighting outside the ring. Dax is down. He gets back inside the ring to break the count. Dax with a two count from a backslide. Double J rolls out, walks up the ramp. It's kind of like, fuck this shit. Dax comes after him. Then Sanjay pulls the leg of Dax out from under him. Dax begins to chase Sanjay, who rolls into the ring. And Dax is met with the stroke by Double J, and Double J gets the win. Stroke, daddy. We have the climax, just the tip, and the stroke. And the O-face. Those are four finishing moves in wrestling with sexual content. In a way, the V-trigger could be used. I have a V-trigger for Kenny Omega to check out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sanjay takes the tag title from the official and gives it to Double J. I have a feeling they are going to let Double J and Jay Lethal become tag team champions. No, they're still going to let FTR hold it for a while. I said future. Okay, your thoughts. I enjoyed the Dax and uh, Jeff Jarrett match. I don't get what people were complaining about. I fairly enjoyed the match. I don't think it was the greatest match of all time, but I think it was okay. Then we get the best part of the whole show. Mm, The very best part of the whole show. TK wasn't on it. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, they announced the Owen Hart tournament. Exactly. So we get an announcement from TK saying that we'll have the Owen Hart tournament again, and it will begin at Double or Nothing, and it will end in Calgary, which, if you look at that date, is on a Saturday, July 15th, which would be Collision. Yo, aren't they ending it on the house show? Wait. And they will even have matches for the Owen Hart tournament at Forbidden Door. That's when it starts, right? No, it starts at Double or Nothing. Oh. Your thoughts on that? We get low on art tournament, so... I don't know. I was too busy drooling at the TV. I liked the Owen Hart tournament last year, and now I'm not biased because of the person or people who won it. Yes, he is. I'm not biased towards Adam Cole. Or Britt Baker. Bitch, please. They're not. Britt isn't my second favorite female wrestler in AEW. Yes, she is. After Jamie Hayter. Adam Cole isn't my favorite male wrestler in AEW. Yes, he is. Can you name my second? Kenny Omega? Yeah. 
Next, we have Wardlow versus a jobber. It was a squash match. Then we get Arn on the mic. Um, this was terrible. Never, ever, 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 ever let this man do a promo that long again. Then Christian Cage's music hits. Yes. Love me some Christian Cage. Cage walking down to the ring like a boss. He walks up to the stairs. Then he backs down. Christian Cage is the master of the mind games. He is the master of manipulation. But, I'm like you. I will have to admit, I was a peep back in the day. You still are. Yeah, I still like Christian. Yeah, the fucking killer ass theme song, too. Even though in his Tantron, it shows him getting RKO'd. Yes. So, are we setting up Wardlow versus Christian Cage, or are we setting up Wardlow versus Luchasaurus? I think Wardlow versus Christian would be a better match. And plus, I think if you put the TNT title on somebody like Christian, that title will get better. Because that title is... Mid. Who knows? It's worse than mid. It's not as good as it once was. Yes. But the international title has taken the... Well, r- I wonder why. Do me? I? Can I go on a rant now? Hear me out. Has taken the role of the upper <sighs> mid-card, mid-card belt while the TNT title has fallen down. But... With Collision coming on, you can move the TNT title to Saturdays, and boom. You could have that, and then try and bring it back. Or not bring it, but build it back Give it up. more prestige than what it's got now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not a bad idea for a, a little shitty curly-headed dude. That, looks, that looks like Franklin Pierce, who was a former president of the United States. Who's going to have highlights in this hair? Next, we have a Sammy promo. Sammy starts to talk. MJF rolls up. MJF says, people say he is a gutless coward. Um, He tells Dar- uh, Darby that he's going to kick, or Sammy tells Darby he's going to kick your face, face-painted freaky ass. MJF and Sammy exchange gifts. I thought this was really stupid, but kind of funny. It was so stupid that it was funny. Kind of like Peacemaker. Peacemaker wasn't stupid. It was stupid to me, but it was so stupid that it was funny, and I watched all the episodes and enjoyed them. It was good. So next we see RJ City, and he is doing a promo, and he gets attacked by the Blackpool Combat Club. Mox says it's going to be a big night for the BCC, and uh, they have scars to leave here tonight on Dynamite. I have a rant. Go for it. Fuck the BCC. How dare they attack RJ City? What the fuck did RJ City ever do to them? Huh? Hasn't invited them on Hey EU? No, that's bullshit. 
because Danielson was on it a few weeks ago, Claudio was on it before, and I think Yuta was on it as well. Mm-hmm. So the only one not on there has been Moxley, but Moxley doesn't do shit like that. So no, that is bullshit that they attacked RJ City. I am suing whoever came up with that idea. And RJ City needs to get Mark Sterling to sue the BCC because RJ City could have been seriously hurt or injured. Okay, I'm done. I just hope he has good health insurance. This is why you need to get Mark Sterling. Next, we have our... Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara match. It was a decent match. It was okay. MJF comes out eating pickles. He's sitting at commentary. Taz takes a pickle and says, It's a good pickle. How would Taz know what a good pickle is? That should be something Taz asks his wife. Of course, Max is eating pickles. Then we have Darby uh, headlock takeover on Sammy, MJF. How are you doing tonight, you prick, to Tony Schiavone? Sammy backs Darby into the corner. Going, to, I said there's going to be some high-flying spots. Half of the crowd is chanting, let's go, Sammy. The other half, Sammy sucks. MJF states on commentary that the check will not clear if Sammy does not lay down for him at double or nothing. <laughs> Then we see Darby with the sharpshooter on Sammy, and Sammy makes it to the ropes to break the move. Sammy with some offense. Then MJF begins to talk about Sammy's body, which I find quite funny. We see Darby standing on Sammy's back as he is on the second rope. Sammy goes flying and takes out Darby. Sammy has Darby in the crab. Darby makes it to the ropes to break the hold. Darby has a busted open mouth. Darby comes flying. Sammy hits the cutter in air. Then Sammy gets a table. Sammy's laying on the table. Tay comes out to distract Darby. Sip, excuse me. Sammy puts Darby on the table from the top rope. Lands on Darby. Crashes through the table. Sammy crawls back into the ring. The ref begins to count Darby out. Darby makes it to the ring. Then MJF throws Darby's skateboard, Darby catches it, Sammy fakes getting hit, and Darby gets DQ'd as Sammy Guevara wins. Then MJF and Sammy begin to attack Darby. Out comes Jungle Boy Jack Perry for the save. And during all this, we hear Tony Schiavone say that he is hearing something from TK. And then Shivani says to MJF, listen up, you prick. Says, Sammy has won, has won a shot at double or nothing. Next week, it will be Jungle Boy and Darby versus MJF and Sammy in a tag match. If MJF and Sammy win, match will be a one-on-one between MJF and Sammy. If Jungle Boy and Darby win, it becomes a four-way match at double or nothing for the AEW World Champion. MJF is livid after that. Yes, he is. Your thoughts on all that? The match? I thought it was an okay match. I just don't care for Sammy. Excuse you. 
Then we get uh, Adam Cole promo. He comes marching to the ring, says, Jericho, I know you can hear me, you son of a bitch. Pissed that Jericho beat the shit out of his girl. He calls Jericho to the ring. Jericho pops up on the screen and says, you want to fight me? <clears throat> he continues to call or says that Adam Cole is a coward for letting his girl get a beat down. What the fuck was he then, supposed to do? He was tied up. Then he sends out the JS and Cole is trying to fight off the JS. Then we have Oh my god. Then we have fucking aren't fucking shit motherfucking Cassidy and his lapdog bandito come out to help Cole. Why? Fuck! Why? Fuck! Why? Ooh, someone's upset. Then the music hits. Then we see this thing on the screen that says SRS. And it is none other than Chandra Sap. That's what everybody <laughs> fucking thought. And everybody on Twitter was livid about that shit. It is Roderick Strong. I was very happy. Very, very happy. Very happy. So, evidently, Roderick Strong's NXT contract expired in November. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went under the radar. Because it's an NXT contract. Yes. And nobody realized it. And so, TK being the petty little bitch that he is, which really turns me on, was like, well, we'll just wait until we're in Florida and you can debut at AEW. That way nobody will see you traveling anywhere to where we're at. Well, that's not him being a petty bitch. That's him being smart. It's a good way for shit not to get leaked. Exactly. So, we have Roderick Strong in AEW. And nobody fucking knew this. I was very happy. Dirt sheets. Fans. Nobody had any clue this was happening. I was very happy. The first thing I did was call my friend Keith. He's like, yo. Now we need a Raleigh to get better? Mm-hmm. And put them three together. Trio champions. Your thoughts on all that? Very fun. Very, very entertaining. Because Roderick Strong is all elite, baby. Strong comes out, evens the numbers. He takes out the JAS. Adam Cole looks shocked. Then they hug. I wonder if Adam Cole knew about it. I don't know. Maybe. Then we get a QT... Uh, a QTV segment. We see uh, Aaron Solo in a neck brace. Hobbs puts QT against the wall. And Hobbs tells QT that he better fix this. And then QT said, let's go to plan B. What is plan B? I don't know. Guess we'll find out. <clears throat> Next, we get Jay Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie. Taya can't use her finisher. The match was bad. Both of them look very sloppy. Really? Yes. I don't know what match you were watching. I really think Jay needs to go to Japan for a few months to get a little better. Not saying that she's bad, but I think being in Japan for a few months and learning that style would help her. I actually thought this match was decent. Jade has the most title defenses in AEW for both men and women. Good for her. 
I also put in my notes, couldn't Taya just knock Jade out with her tits? Sounded like there were boos from the crowd for Jade. Well, I mean, they were in Florida. She's from Florida. Jade is from Florida. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't the crowd know. sucked, basically. I don't really trust people from Florida. So you don't trust DK from Florida? I don't trust the weird people from Florida. <laughs> anyway, we have a lockup in the center of the ring. Taya slaps Jay. Jay with elbows to Taya. Taya with rights to Jade. Taya going for Road to Valhalla. Jade fights out of it. Taya sends Jade over the top rope. Jade goes to pull herself up and get stuck on the ropes. Jay takes out Taya's legs. Taya lands in a split. It looked very painful. Then does a move to her on the floor. Jade gets a two count. Taya hits the blue thunder. Gets a two count. Jade with the win retains. The feud is far from over. Ending was lame as hell because it was nothing more than a roll up. Your thoughts on the match and then we'll discuss the aftermath of the match. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was one of Jade's better performances. So I don't know what match you were watching. But I think both of them did good. So after the match, Taya is pissed. She grabs the fucking ref, which happened to be... Hold on. Hold on. I'll explain it because I'll explain your reaction. She starts to grab Aubrey Edwards who somebody on this podcast isn't a fan of, and they may or may not be drinking water right now. So, all I hear is, fucking do it! Do it! Yes! And then they got Aubrey out, and she was like, fuck you! I didn't know your Nana said stuff like that. Nana's on the podcast. My version of what happened. Taya grabs Aubrey Edwards, getting ready to hit her with a road to Valhalla, but she doesn't. And I wanted her to plant that horse face, stupid cunt bitch on the mat, face first, and knock them horse teeth down her goddamn throat. I don't understand the hate she has for Aubrey. Next, we get a Brit and Hater promo. And this was the best line out of the whole promo was when Jamie Hater says the only way this is going to end is when you send us to the bloody morgue. God, she has a beautiful British accent. She doesn't have enough for the top British accent. I guess it just depends on, like, what part of England you're from, maybe? Because, like, you can tell if somebody has, like, an over-the-top British accent. Kind of annoying, but she has like that cool British accent. I guess it just depends on what part of England you're from, maybe. And then you have Osprey going around calling everybody bruv, bruv, bruv. So we get to our main event featuring one Kenny Omega. You gotta do it right, Kenny Omega. And his tag team partner, Konosuke Takashita, versus 
the blade and the butcher. But, 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 hold on. Tanosuke Takashita was wearing gear inspired by one Kodo Ibushi. And we get Brian Danielson on commentary. Match was good. We have, I said the Blade and Butcher are very underrated. They are. They should be the ones who defeat the Lucha Brothers for the Ring of Honor tag team titles. I would not be opposed to that. Um, we have Danielson on commentary saying that Takeshita has potential. And then in my notes, it says, Damn, Kip Sabian with a tie and blazer and no shirt. Oh, yeah. God damn, Penelope Ford is one lucky girl. Kip Sabian's one lucky dude. <laughs> I'll take Kip. You can take Penelope. Oh, then we have the match. Blade begins to take it to Kate. Takeshita. Takeshita. Takeshita begins to fight back. Finally, he tags in Omega. They begin tagging in and out. Blade being assaulted by Omega and Takeshita. Omega is going to go fly. Sabian trips him up. Blade gets a two count on Omega. The Blade and the Butcher have Omega isolated. Omega begins to fight back. Takeshita and the Butcher in. Takeshita working the ropes. He gets a big boot by Takeshita on the Butcher. Takeshita with a two count. Then the Butcher and the Blade double-team Takeshita. The two-count is broken up by Omega. Takeshita with a knee on the Butcher gets the pin. And that's the match, and then we'll talk about the aftermatch. I enjoyed the match. Also, Kip Sabian's another Brit that doesn't have an over-the-top accent. But, um, I thought the match was good. Takeshita looks like a star. The Butcher and the Blade, like you said, severely underrated. Kenny Omega is Kenny fucking Omega. He's the wrestling god. He is. And it was just overall a good match. So, after the match, Brian Danielson grabs a mic and begins to walk down to the ring. And he says, I see one professional wrestler who got the pin. And one amateur who looks looks exhausted, referring to Kenny Omega. Says Takeshita should train with the BCC. He would be a world a world beater. That he's a prodigy. Then the BCC jumps from behind. Mox pulls out a screwdriver. The Young Bucks come out. Mox takes a super kick from the Young Bucks. Omega has the screwdriver. Takeshita tries to stop him. Mox pushes Takeshita into Omega. Takeshita is surrounded by the BCC. As he keeps saying, no, no. Then he has gets a low, bo- low blow by Wheeler Yuta. And then Moxley begins to drive the screwdriver into Takeshita. The BCC exit the ring. And then we see Kenny Omega checking on Takeshita. And that is how Dynamite ended. And then it... Then Kenny calls out Moxley for a steel cage match. Yes. Which will be happening in Detroit on May 10th. Want to go to... Oh, wait. I'll be watching Moulin Rouge with your sister at the theater. That means I get to watch <coughs> Dynamite all by myself. I may or may not be streaming that shit. It's going to be hard. She can get upset all she wants to. No, don't do that to my sister. Respect my sister. The bitch come out of my toilet. I'll do what the fuck I want to to her. 
respect the time you have with my sister. I can't multitask. Respect the time you have with my sister. I can multitask. Anywho, Rampage, baby. Rampage. Was this one on at regular time? No. This one was on. Six. Okay, so this is what happened with Rampage. They initially said it was going to be on at 5.30. Then they tweeted out that they changed it to 6.30. And a lot of people were pissed off because they thought it was at 5.30 and evidently didn't see the tweet about it being moved to 6.30. Y'all know y'all got to pay attention. Anyway, we start off with Rock Hard Juice Robinson. Cock Hard Juice Robinson. That's what Tony Storms is. And his tag team partner, the Switchblade, Jay White. Motherfucker got a nice set of abs. Oh my god, I could take my tongue and lick him up and down like a popsicle. Please stop. Mm. Please stop. I think Jay White probably got the best abs in wrestling. Please wow. stop. And they are fighting Absolute Ricky Starks and the Perfect Ten, Sean Spears. Ten, ten, ten. And we also get entrances again on Rampage. Woohoo! Sean Spears is back to his Perfect Ten. We have Chaos in the ring. Ricky is teeing off on Juice and Spears is teeing off on Switchblade. Ricky sends Juice into the barricade. Jay is taking it to Sean Spears. Spears pulls Jay off the apron. Ricky tags in Spears. Spears with a leg drop on Juice. Spears and Ricky looking good as a tag team. Juice sends Spears into the ropes. White with a kick to the back of Spears. Then Jay hits the switchblade. Gets the pin on Spears. Stars, Starks attacks White from behind. Now begins taking it to Juice. And Jay White tells Ricky Starks that I own that ring. Uh huh. Well, technically TK does. Yeah, technically AEW does. So yes. So unless you start to own it, then you might own the ring. Just Your thoughts be. on the match? That was a good match. That was okay. They signed Jay White, and he's on Rampage. Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing. Anyways. I'm just saying, that's what people say. Happy Bullet Club Day, baby. Yes, it is the 10th anniversary of the Bullet Club. Thank you, Prince Devitt. If you don't know who Prince Devitt is. It's the Bala Boy. He's Finn Balor in WWE. Yep. Bala Club. It's Prince Devitt. Am I going to get to see Bala Club in a few weeks? You will get to see Prince Devitt. Oh, Bala Club. Oh, I get Bala Club and Damien Priest. Heck yeah. And Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And possibly Drew McIntyre if he's healthy. And yeah, possibly like Brock Lesnar. I do love me some Brock. And J.D. McDonough. I do like me some J.D. McDonough. And Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I can take leave him. And your favorite, Becky Lynch. Nobody likes Becky Lunch. I get to see Lynn Morgan in person. Oh my god. She's up there with OC with my hatred for a wrestler. I'm very happy about that. I hope Cody has a match. I don't want Cody to have a promo. I want Cody to wrestle. 
Anyway, moving on. Next, we get a heart, a Hardy Boys and Hook promo. They say that Isaiah is missing. Then we see Stokely come on and says, It's a shame when you get your ass kicked eating cornbread and drinking Long Island iced teas at Applebee's. Then we see Big Bill and Ethan Page with Isaiah. Ethan <clears throat> tells Matt Hardy, We are not asking. And that their match will happen next week on Rampage at the Hardy Compound. We are not asking no more. If you don't do what we say, Isaiah is going down. If you do what we say, we'll let him go. Matt Hardy agrees. Ethan says, perfect. Bill lets him go as Bill chokeslams Isaiah off of a scaffold. Stokely then says, see you next week. Can't wait to go through your house and turn on every single light and run your electric bill up. <laughs> see you next week. That's the most dangerous thing that's going to happen there. Then Matt Hardy replies, let's go find those son of a bitches. And then Hook looks into the camera and says, firm getting deleted. So I think what they should do is they're going to have Stokely run around the house. Stokely's going to be chased by Matt Hardy's <laughs> two fucking kids. Because <laughs> Hardy put out something on Twitter and the two kids were involved. And it Stokely's going to get beat up by the two kids. <laughs> Your thoughts on that? <laughs> this, this problem came off to me as odd. And not in a good way. It was bad. What was wrong with it? Matt Hardy looked like a fucking teen, preteen. Well, I think he's going back to his delete stage. But I, I couldn't. I don't care for this promo. Next, we have Dustin Rhodes and his tag partner, Keith Lee, versus some jobbers. Keith Lee looks like a wizard. You're a wizard, Keith Lee. You're a wizard. They are making a match out of this. Or to the point I actually had to take some notes. (laughs) So Keith Lee takes down jobber one. Keith Lee throws Dustin Rhodes into the jobbers. Keith with a bomb. Pins jobbers gets the win. Swerve comes out with Toa, Khan, and Brian Cage. What the fuck was Prince Nana wearing? Embassy. Mogul embassy. Your thoughts? Yeah, it was Keith Lee. I'm always happy to see Keith Lee. Next, we have a Sammy Guevara promo. Uh, Lexi asks, says it appears MJF left you. Are you going to be on the same page? Then Sammy's wife, Tay Mello, comes up and tells Sammy, you know MJF isn't your friend and says that he's going to basically screw him. I love Tay telling Sammy the truth. Yeah. It was actually a good promo by Tay. Yes. I love Tay. Tay's a Next, we have Anna Jay versus Ashley Dumbois. The ladies lock up. Ashley with an arm takeover. Then she puts shoulders to Anna's midsection. Anna stretching Ashley around the ring post. Anna with a two count. Then she begins stopping at Ashley. Ashley fights back. Anna with a neck breaker. Then the Queen Slayer. Ashley taps. Anna gets the win. Lights go out. Julia Hart is standing from behind. Anna fights back. 
She sends Julia's head into the ring post, and then Anna is trying to snap Julia in half as she is stretching her around the ring post. I enjoyed the match. I'm going to love when they two get into the ring. I still, this feud is awesome for a ladies' feud. I still think but Rampage doesn't have storylines. Yeah. Fuck you on Twitter that don't fucking even watch Rampage. And then you bitch because you, you don't understand shit on Dynamite. You dumb motherfuckers. But Rampage doesn't have storylines and nobody watches it. Mm-hmm. You got anything to say about that? Besides, I enjoyed the match. I am enjoying the Julia Hart and Anna J feud. Do you think Anna Jay's going to end up joining the House of Black? I can see traces of that. But it's going to be interesting. Anna Jay did an interview where she says she does like working with Chris Jericho. And that before she actually joined the JS, that she would go and ask his advice on stuff and whatnot. But But, yeah, I can see that. Anna Jay is getting better. She looked good in that match. Would say that. Then we get an outcast promo. They go, hello, losers. The outcast with shirts um, on that has a picture of Britt Baker and her black eye. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then Soraya tells Willow she is going to walk her like a dog. Anyways, about these shirts. Go for it. (sighs) Was it a good idea to really put them out? Maybe not, because if you're out in the public and nobody watches wrestling and somebody sees that, they might be asking of some questions. Maybe. Now, like, if they just wore them on TV, sure. It's whatever. But I don't know about making, or at least selling it. I think selling is a little bit out there. But, see, I'm not mad that they sell, that they're selling it. It's just weird. I don't think this was a smart business move. I agree with that. Fuck. Where are we fucking? Mm, We'll just talk about it off air. Um... I kind of agree with it. It probably should have been something that they just wore on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you buy the shirt as a collector thing and you're not going to wear it, then I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But still a bit iffy. It's not something I would have done. Well, I mean, it's not something I would have done neither, and, like, I don't, I'm sure that had to be approved by somebody, and who, who would say that's a good idea? I don't know. Because the only people that's really going to know what's happening are wrestling fans that watch AEW. Yeah. But... I mean, I, I get where Britt was coming from. Oh, I'm going to outsmart them and make money off of it. Yeah. Sometimes you can be book smart and common sense stupid. And that might have been her case right now. 
Anywho. Anyhow, we have the acclaim with Billy Gunn versus some jobbers. Caster's rep was okay. Boys with a kick to the jobber before finishing the intro. Billy Gunn with the famouser. Boys with the slam. Caster with the mic drop. Acclaim win. Boom, that show me. No opinions on this match. I think I might be eating my words about you and money. What do you mean? Next, we have Jay Lethal versus Cash Wheeler. And we have a special enforcer, none other than Mark Briscoe. Match was decent. Lethal rolled out of the ring. Dax was right there. Lethal with rights to Wheeler, now knees to the midsection. Lethal with a scoop slam doing the strut. Cash focusing on Lethal's arms. Cash with a drop kick. Cash with a two count. Sanjay gets in the ring. Lethal hits the lethal injection and gets the win. I enjoyed the match. Thought it was okay. Good, decent. Thought it was the second best match on Rampage. Everybody's bitching because they're letting FTR lose, but they're losing single matches. Uh huh. So does that really count? And not only that, they're losing because of fuckery. Yeah, so does that really count? No, not really. But that was Rampage at an early time. And up this week, it's also an early. I fucking hate the playoffs. I love the playoffs, but I also hate them because it fucks with my wrestling schedule. I know. You canceled fucking Dark and Elevation. I had nothing to do on Monday and Tuesday. Watch Raw and NXT? I mean, I watch Raw and NXT, but I watch AEW first before I have to watch bad wrestling. But, anywho, now on to the card for tonight, tonight from Baltimore, which, Tony Khan, you're on my shit list right now. Ooh, what did my man do to you? They announced the Mina group yesterday. Fucking Jamie Hayter was one of the people at the meeting group. And we talked about going to this show. We did. Should have bought tickets for this instead of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. But Monday Night Raw would not have cost us as much as a trip to Baltimore. And we didn't have the money at the time, unfortunately. Yeah. So, for us to get good to- content, we need y'all to subscribe to our Patreon or cash app us at Dallasonda Midblackass. Or both. Or, yeah, do both. <laughs> Thank you. But, anywho. So, let's talk about the card tonight. We have the Four Pillars Tag Match, which, if Darby Allen and Jack Perry win, which they you will know they be are. added to the main event of Double or Nothing what? as they take on the match with Jacob Pickleboy and Sammy Guevara. Which you know they are, but I kind of don't want them to. I want it to be a one-on-one between MJF and Sammy. And then I want it to be a one-on-one with Darby, a one-on-one with Jungle Boy. Yeah, I don't know. And instead of it all all the pillars wrestling at one time. You could have done this where you set it up where Max feuds with each one individually. Then we have an eight-man tag match with Adam Cole Bandito, Orange Cassidy, and making his in-ring debut for All Elite Wrestling, Roderick Strong. 
taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society of Danny Magic. Go JAS. Go JAS. Jake Hager. Go JAS. Daniel Garcia. Go JAS. Who's the other dude? The partner 2.0? Not Matt Menard, but the other fella. Cool Hand Ange. Yeah, Angelo Parker. And then next we have the trios de Mayo. Or Trace de Mayo's trios battle royal. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's. Yeah. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, Dark Order, Butchering the Blade with Capes, Kip Sabian, the Lucha Brothers with El Hijo del Vikingo. I just call him Vikingo because I ain't saying all that. Uh, you got the Acclaimed with Ugh. Daddy Ass. You got your varsity athletes Ugh. and QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Powerhouse Hobbs. And for your ladies match tonight, you have Soraya taking on Willow Nightingale. Willow, Willow. And you have Ricky Starks taking on Cockcar Juice Robinson. Cockcar Juice Robinson. And we will hear from Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks. Be elite. Be, be elite. And that's your match card for tonight. Eh. It don't sound that good, but it probably will be. That thing sounds decent. But anywho, that's our AEW review from last week. We'll see you lovely people Friday. Hopefully Friday. If not, sometime. With Ring of Honor review, which and, is the way and, it's supposed to be scheduled. And and we'll do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, since we're going to see it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. At 3 o'clock. Yep. And then Sunday or Monday, we will have our Backlash review. Oh, God. <laughs> do we have to? Yes. Because we only do WWE pay-per-views. I mean, it could be worse. We could have to review Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> Anyways, goodbye. Later.